What are those priceless gifts that money can't buy? Well, I can tell you one of the first is the gift of time, creating memories with your children. The next priceless gift is teaching your child the value of spending time with God. In the novel, A Few Minutes with God, written for children and teens, the story unfolds about a struggling family and the gift of hearing God and the outcome, which is a wonderful blessing from the Lord. Your children will want to pray and spend time listening to God after reading this book. Visit MediaAngels.com for more information. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. and welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz. Today, we're going to talk about a resolution, which is overcoming guilt. This is episode 237. You can find today's show notes at a few minutes with God podcast.com. I also want to give a shout out to the sponsor Media Angels featuring the books One More Child and A Few Minutes with God as well as the character planners for families. And you can find all of that information at MediaAngels.com. Well, guilt can be terrible, and we're all plagued by it. However, overcoming guilt is possible, and with it comes the assurance that we're not alone. We're going to explore the meaning of guilt and how we can avoid the near occasion of sin. Because yes, guilt is a sin. When Adam and Eve sinned against God, what stuck in their mind was that they were embarrassed, not because of what they had done, but because of what they were not wearing. And that really hit me as I started praying and working on this podcast. That's what came to mind, especially when I looked at the topic of guilt. And, you know, I, I said guilt was a sin, but I'm going to explain that later because not all guilt, you know, if you're guilty because you've done something wrong, obviously that's a good thing. But going back to Adam and Eve, that's what came to me, you know, were they sorry? Did they say, sorry, my God, I have sinned against you, against heaven, against earth. They said they hid because they were naked. And so that got me thinking about it. And I did a quick search on a Bible app looking for the word guilt. And it didn't show up until the book of Leviticus, Leviticus 7, 1 to be exact. And that's first states, there are regulations for the guilt offering which is most holy. The guilt offering is to be slaughtered in the place where the burnt offering is slaughtered and its blood is to be splashed against the sides of the altar. If you remember the books of the Bible, they go like this, Genesis, Exodus, and then Leviticus. Guilt is what we feel when we've done something wrong. The feeling is powerful because it typically contains some self-recrimination. We're disappointed in ourselves, maybe our lack of charity toward another or our inability to have self-control 
or as I shared in the last podcast, our inability to control our anger. We just lose it. There may be so many different reasons that we feel guilty. Guilt can be a good thing, but it also can be a sin when it drives us to ways that are not unhealthy. You know, basically, guilt can be the root cause of other things that happen in our lives. We feel guilty over things we think we should do. What would be on your list if I asked you to make one? When I made up my list, I found that these items were not sinful. One thing I can share with you is that I felt guilty that I no longer send birthday cards to family members. Even when I buy a gift, I don't usually include a card. I find it difficult to be, you know, to buy a card. I mean, you've always got excuses, right? And I find it difficult since it's hard to find one that conveys my feelings. But is that sinful? Is that something I should waste my time feeling guilty about? No, not really. It's wonderful to receive a card and I feel like someone in the family thinks about me when I get one. But it's not a sin if I don't reciprocate. And however, we can feel guilty about things like that that are not sinful. And that is what I wanted to share with you, that we waste so much time feeling guilty over the things that don't matter. Thankfully, the Lord Jesus Christ once again came to pay the price for our sins with his death and his resurrection that broke the bonds of death for us. Now, I mentioned it in this podcast and the last because that is something that I just keep thinking about. I am so thankful to my God for doing that. We no longer need to pay guilt offerings, do we? We do not need to slaughter an animal and bring it before the high priest. No, because God has done that once and for all for us. So why do we feel guilt? Maybe because we have been created that way, that when we sin, we should feel remorse. And that's what guilt allows. It allows us to feel remorse. People hide it in all types of ways that are unhealthy, such as drinking, drugs, or denial. And by denial, I mean that there isn't an issue. The issue is discerning what is true guilt and what is false guilt. When we sin against God or others in a way, that breaks one of the commandments. We truly sin and we should feel true guilt because that guilt is going to bring us to repentance. When we don't do something we should do, like, for example, spoiling a child, we might feel a false sense of guilt. Perhaps you're enforcing some type of discipline, taking away a phone or denying child time to visit with friends. And how many parents, if you're a parent out there, you feel worse when you punish a child than the child actually feels. If you're not a a parent yet, believe me, it's a thing. Many times we punish our kids and then we feel guilty. We think we're being too harsh. Another way we feel guilt is in the example I shared about sending cards. I think I should do it. So it's on me to have a mindset change and be okay that I don't. Or if I'm not okay with that to resolve to send out cards to express my sincere thoughts to family members. However, that is something only I can decide. It should not take up headspace. We should not worry about it. And we should put this idea in perspective. And that's the thing. Once again, the enemy can get a foothold. And when he does... We start blaming ourselves. Being guilty can be helpful as a way to identify sin, but then we can confess it and move on. 
How do you overcome chronic guilt or guilt that is false? First, decide what guilt you're trying to overcome. The second, if it's true guilt, for example, something that some way that you've sinned and you feel bad about it, what can you do to change your ways? Can you confess the sin? Or is there something else you need to do, some type of retribution? Number three, how can we move on if it's false or chronic guilt? Chronic guilt is something like I explained about the card situation. You keep thinking about it and thinking you should change, but you don't. And it turns into, you know, putting yourself down and and that can also lead to sin. So if it's not sinful, how can we move on? When we look at the term guilt in the New Testament, it's all related to sin. Guilt over sin and judgment for sin. What is guilt? When is guilt warranted? When we are in sin, when there is evil that tempts us into sin, we should feel the guilt due to sin. That, my friend, is good. Guilt from sin brings us to repentance. We can ask for forgiveness from a just but loving God and move on. Identifying the type of guilt is the first step to freeing our minds. Do you realize how much headspace, and I've talked about this now twice in this in the show, that guilt takes? Because I know from experience, it can cause people to fall into deeper sin or a chronic condition like alcoholism or drug addiction. And thank you, Lord, that I've been spared, but I know so many people who have fallen into both of those things. Guilt can eat away at us, and we need to forgive ourselves, and this is easier said than done. Many people live lives of self-hatred and guilt, which turns into those chronic conditions and often true physical illnesses. Again, it is a way the enemy gets in, and we need spiritual warfare to overcome this. Ephesians, people read the whole book of Ephesians, but especially about putting on the armor of God. Remember, the enemy looks for ways to tell us we are less than. If we believe this lie, it allows the evil one to take a foothold to torment us and for us to feel bad about ourselves. Our hope is in God, who is the maker of all things. 1 Timothy 4.10 That is why we labor and strife because we have put our hope in the living God, who is a savior of all people, and especially of those who believe. Our self-worth is not dependent on whether or not we mail out birthday cards or whatever is on your list of guilt-ridden issues. Our hope is in the living God, the savior of all people, and what is next? The savior of all people, and especially those that believe, are going to be redeemed. And we can give that over to the Lord. Can you join me this week in looking at how we can overcome the guilt that is not from true sin? How can we overcome the guilt that is false and the lies from the enemy? Pray about this during the week and join me in praising God today and always. Amen. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, afewminuteswithgod.com, and your podcast page on afewminuteswithgodpodcast.com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.